0: pharmacy podcast nation we appreciate all you do every day people who work in pharmacy make positive change possible something altimed understands Altimed's pen needle Altiguard safe pack helps people in pharmacy fulfill their roles as leaders for their patients and in their communities Altiguard safe pack pen needles are an fDA cleared product that provides 100 premium pen needles in a sharps container all in one convenient package system. When you dispense the UltiGuard Safe Pack, you protect families and your community from sharps injuries and you remove medical waste from the environment. To learn more, visit UltiguardSafePack.com forward slash podcast. That's UltiguardSafepack.com forward slash podcast. When you dispense the Ultiguard Safe Pack,
1: you choose positive change.
2: You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network.
0: This day and age, I can't think of a more stressful time in the world. Um, I was born 1972, and never experienced the pandemic until we all experienced the pandemic. And the fighting, the disagreements, the ugliness of our world. And when I come to work. And I think about podcasting for the business and the profession of pharmacy and how pharmacists are my heroes and what you're doing. I developed a podcast called Transforming a Nation, and it's led by pharmacists literally helping to fight and end racism, health disparities, um, sexual harassment, um, just unfairness in the sociological structures of our world and of our nation. And I see things changing and that excites me. And when I was on Twitter, cause I love Twitter and that in itself uh, indicates probably um, just my comfort zone in social media. I learned about the farm grad wishlist and immediately wanted to see what this was about. A group of practicing pharmacists throughout the United States who have organized a mutual aid movement, which is entitled Farm Grad Wishlist. And you can find them on, what do you know, Twitter at Farm Grad Wish. And this will all be in the show notes, which aims to support emerging pharmacist trainees who identify as Black, Indigenous, and persons of color. People who identify as Black, Hispanic, Latino, um, American, Indian, uh, Ala- Alaska Native, and unrepresentative, unrepresented in the pharmacy profession, which can uh, perpetuate uh, health disparities, which really ties into this the mission of what the Pharmacy Podcast Network has put out with transforming the nation. And I could not be more proud to bring this episode in the launch an announcement of the FarmGrad list today uh, to our Pharmacy Podcast Nation. Um, and, and with that, I'd like to introduce one of the founding members who is going to introduce the other associate and founding members, Dr. Betsy Hirsch. Welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast Nation.
3: Hi, Todd, thanks for having us. Uh, we're really excited to be here today and to, to talk a little bit about the, this initiative um, I'd like to introduce the other founding members of uh, our movement. They include Dr. Jason Mordino, Dr. Jacinda Abdul Muta Kabir, Dr. Caroline Koh, Dr. Ela Saunders, and Dr. Brittany Brown.
0: So I want to just jump right in, Betsy, um, and understand what drove and, and started this initiative, and, and how'd you all come together in forming the, um, the FarmGrad wishlist?
3: Sure. Well, I think we have to give a lot of credit to our colleagues in the medical um, field. Um, and so really, Wish wishlist was inspired by the successful medical school graduate movement. Um, for those that haven't seen this, it's at MedGrad List on Twitter. Um, and so this movement was led by, at the time, uh, medical students. So a few uh, black medical students um, who have now graduated, so Dr. Farah Amoy Fullerton and Dr. Alana Nichols, um, another, med, another medical student um, by the name of Dr. London Robinson, and then an attending physician, Dr. Amy Dalla. Um, and so really our um, initiative was, was inspired by in theirs, which um, was created about probably about a month before um, we launched the FarmGrad wish list. Um, and so, really, this this movement um, was started by a group of ten of us. So, six of us are here on the po- on the podcast today. Um, so, we're a group of practicing pharmacists um, from clinical practice and academia from across the country that have come together as the leadership and advisory team to create a mission and vision and a process for enrolling sponsees from historically marginalized racial and ethnic groups, um, such as. Uh, students or trainees who identify as Black, Hispanic, uh, Latinx, an American Indian, or Alaska Native. Um, We know that pharmacists from these groups are underrepresented among the pharmacy profession. Um, And so really this, you know, we just came together as a group of 10 of us. We created the process um, for enrollment within about a week. Um, and then FarmGrad Wishlist was launched on Monday, April 19th. So we're about five weeks out now from, from the, lo- lo- the launch of this initiative. Um, and so really to just describe them, you know, you've, you've done a great job of already describing the mission of the movement, um, but the mission of FarmGrad Wishlist is to directly support emerging BIPOC student pharmacists as they matriculate into the profession. Um, and then to add on to that, the vision of PharmGrad wish wishlist. Um, and you can find both of our mission and our vision on our, on our website. Um, but the, the vision of PharmGrad Wish wishlist is in an effort to increase equity and diversity among the pharmacy profession, we aim to provide direct support to emerging pharmacist trainees who identify as BIPOC. Um, and these are students or trainees who identify as Black, Indigenous, and people of color. We recognize that these trainees may have a disproportionate burden of debt accrued during their training and or transition to employment. And so as sponsees build their careers, they may wish to contribute to future trainees' success. And now I'd like to introduce my colleague, Dr. Jacinda Abdul Muta-Kabir, to discuss a little bit more of our vision statement and why this movement is so important in supporting these trainees'
1: Thank you so much, Dr. Hirsch, for uh, giving me the floor. Uh, I usually go by Jam, just you know, it makes it a lot easier for every for everyone. Uh, my husband gifted me with the nice last name. So when we, I think Dr. Hirsch did a, a phenomenal job, really just talking about the importance of the initiative and the disproportion that we see amongst minoritized groups and um, their non-minoritized uh, counterparts. But I really wanna put this into just historical context and just plain view. So minoritized groups are historically underrepresented in medical professions. Pharmacy clearly is no different than that. So to, make, to put this even more into perspective, this disproportion is shown with only 8.5% of pharma de- pharmacy degrees conferred to black, um, to black graduates, while Black persons account for 13.4% of the United States demographics. And then when we look at the Latino or Latinx community, we see this disproportion once again as Black, as Latino or Latinx communities represent about 5.7% of School of Pharmacy graduates. However, in the United States demographic, they represent about 20% of the population. So we can see that the individuals that actually become pharmacists do not represent what they represent in the United States demographic. So therefore, we are at we have less of an opportunity for racial concordance when it comes to pharmacist care. And when we have that decline in representation, we ultimately have just a decline in how we're able to be intimately acquainted with the situations and um, the things that affect our patients. So when I talk about that, I really want to focus in on just structural racism, systemic racism, socioeconomic factors. So that's really what brings us here. And that's really what, um, those, those things amplify why this initiative is just so important. When we think about how expensive pharmacy school is, I know for me, I have, I don't even want to talk about how much money I have in loans. It's an astronomical amount. Um, thank you to my husband for marrying me, knowing that I come with so much debt. But uh, when we think about this, these communities, these minoritized groups, they are less, they, are, they have less of an opportunity to um, come out on that right foot and uh, being able to to pay those loans. And as I previously stated, this being really attributed to just the systemic racism, just that that decline and just a head start that they have prior to them um, matriculating into the profession. So with this initiative, we're able to uh, generate generate opportunities for them to have their license fees paid for them to have things in their um, household, for them to be assisted as they uh, move into residencies or different fellowship opportunities and transition from being a student to being a professional. That is a very rocky road. I can tell you that I recently transitioned, I guess it's not too recent, but about four years ago, um, I completed my residency and I would have loved to have this opportunity. I remember scrounging up dollars, sleeping on my friends' couches, you know, just hoping to be able to um, afford an apartment I live with my sister because um, splitting the rent just made it a bit easier for me to manage my finances during that time so here we are giving students and um, students that look like me and um, other minoritized groups this opportunity to take part in this initiative and to um, have a better a better outlook and a better scope when uh, when they're matriculating through so I'm really excited to be um, involved in this. I'm really, I'm honored to be amongst such giants in the pharmacy profession and such um, a group of individuals that felt so strongly and saw this need and really wanted to answer that call. So I I guess it's important that we talk about the logistics on how this initiative works and what you need to do to take part in it. So I will defer to, um, I would say maybe Dr. Mordino who can talk and give more information in regards to this.
4: Thanks for the uh, introduction, uh, uh, Dr. Jam, if I can uh, so call you. Uh, now that we've had a chance to work together, um, I, I'm kind of lovingly referred to uh, as the tech guy behind uh, Farm Grad Wish List. Um, so uh, if you see any of uh, our our website stuff, uh, that's been lovingly created uh, and fixed multiple times by this committee. Uh, uh, thanks to them for uh, helping to make that effort work. So um, how do we uh, actually get uh, resources to uh, sponsees within uh, pharmacy grad wish uh, wishlists? So there's two main pathways. Uh, the first uh, is uh, really crowdsourced. And so um, what we have sponsees do is go to their own, uh Amazon uh profile create a wish list and start adding items that they need to support their matriculation um uh, we've seen items from uh pens and uh kitchen utensils and pots and pans and um furniture uh laptops to uh Sanford guides so for for UID pharmacists out there uh uh, they want to support somebody getting a a, a Sanford guide, or maybe uh, Jason Gallagher's uh, what's it? Basic antibiotics or something about antibiotics. Antibiotics uh, simplified. Antibiotics simplified. There we go. Uh, there are people out there requesting those items to help with their training and uh, to to help with their um, you know uh, role as they transition into to pharmacy practice. So. Uh, it, if you want to sign up uh, as a, a underrepresented minority that has developed their uh, Amazon wish list uh, to get support uh, in, matric- in matriculating to your uh, career, um, go to farmgradwishlist.org. Uh, go to the pharmacy sign up or the wish list uh, sign up page and um, submit your information. You'll need some basic information um, such as name, school of pharmacy, um, contact information so that we're able to communicate with you if necessary. Your wish list. Uh, We do allow for um, the addition of direct donations through Venmo and Cash App. So if you have those, uh, feel free to, to input those there. Um, and we'll make sure that all that information makes it on the website. The key is we, we do ask for um, a uh, ID for your school of pharmacy to uh, verify uh, your kind of traineeship status, um, which is the, the most amount of verification that we'll do. Um, if you give us about 48 to 72 hours, because we are all practicing pharmacists, we all have families and lives and, and, and other things, we'll make sure that we get that information up on, on the website. Uh, and uh, you can find that under Sponsy Wishlist. Uh, tab under under farmgradwishlist.org. And the other way uh, that we try to uh, support trainees is through a lottery donation through uh, GoFundMes. So uh, a lot of individuals need larger items such as moving expenses, licensure expenses, you know, uh, just send a really... um, you know, talked about those big expenses that can be really challenging, and, and having to couch surf is certainly not easy. Um, so we prioritize uh, individuals that submit for for large GoFundMe items uh, based on need, and then uh, using a lottery, um, we select uh, the next GoFundMe. Um, we uh, create the GoFundMe page, we post it on FarmGradWishlist.org uh, backslash donate. Uh, and you can donate to the active large item GoFundMe to support a single uh, underrepresented minority student uh, who's in the process of matriculating i think uh <laughs> from the the specifics of of how to operate and and manage uh supporting uh what individuals are doing uh again, there's two pathways: check out the Sponsy uh wish list page so that you're able to find individuals' wish lists on amazon uh put those items in your cart, ship them directly to them. you can leave a little love note uh or or visit our donate page and uh go right to the GoFundMe and support our uh big item
0: dr saunders i i wanna i wanna bring you into the conversation because this is very personal. Um, You know, I, I, as I said in the opening, my heroes are pharmacists and we do everything we can to support pharmacists, pharmacy technicians, the business, the profession of pharmacy. We're partnered with major organizations like the APHA, um, smaller organizations at at the state level. This is a homemade as personal as it gets, anybody and everybody that's in the pharmacy profession can participate with this. And I want to hear from you and just some personal stories about what this means to you, the formation of this, but then also what it means to those um, that have already been helped by this organization.
5: Thank you, Todd. Um, I'm truly honored to be a part of this group that helps People and pharmacists across the country. And the, the main reason I joined was when I entered academia in 2014 after being in clinical practice for six years, I assumed there would be far more diversity in the classes from when I was entered school in 2002. And I was shocked to find that was not the case. It was the exact same number of minoritized individuals in the classes that I taught. And I think it's so important to help people from underrepresented communities be successful as they join the profession. And so they, we want them to be able to thrive and succeed as they enter the profession and beyond. And as uh, people from these communities, I know once they join the profession, more people who see more people from underrepresented communities will also do the same. And so I think it's so important um, to ensure their success by helping them get a head start as they enter the profession.
6: I was just going to add, we're actually recording this on the anniversary of George Floyd's murder. Um, And I think a lot of us have taken a lot of time to reflect over the last year and what we can do to increase equity and um, practice anti-racism, um, and so similar to Dr. Saunders, um, I practice in academia, and you know when Dr. Hirsch brought this forward as a potential opportunity, um, I was you know floored that she ha- was inspired and felt empowered to put forth such a huge initiative. Um, and it felt like real concrete change that we could make to increase representation in our uh, profession. And I and I think, and I've seen um, that these uh, now doctors, many of them have actually graduated, which is exciting, um, have felt an increased sense of belonging in their profession. So starting their profession or their professional work off on the right foot. Um, and in turn, I think it's an important chance for, our patients and communities to help build trust and increase health equity as well. Um, and kind of just personal notes, uh, I got to see some of our graduating students over the course of the last week. And I got several hugs um, from people I donated to their Amazon wish list um, or you know, just who were a part of the farm grad wish list community. Um, so it was a really awesome opportunity for not just uh, you know, our faculty and staff to support them but other alumni in our area, um, so plug to Jason and the website for, you know, you can actually filter um, by different things, um, such as the school that you're, um, or state that you're graduating from, if you want to support a specific community. Um, but it's been, you know, really wonderful to kind of see that change happen in real, real time. Um, but I think we would be remiss if we didn't talk about statistics as pharmacists. Um, So I'll turn it back over to Betsy so she can share some of um, the statistics of what we have done so far with our initiative. Dr. Cull also has some stories and words of gratitude from sponsees that she'd like to share at this time. So I'll turn it over to her.
2: Thanks, Dr. Brown. Yeah, I think that um, so far just, you know, being a part of this group and also hearing some of the stories that we have heard from directly from trainees um, and sponsees has just been really powerful and has um, supported kind of all of our feeling of of wanting to really do something to directly impact and benefit um, these trainees as they're making the transition from student to pharmacist. So um, I wanted to actually give a little bit of um, time on this particular podcast just to share some of their words. Um, And actually, in future podcast episodes, uh, we will probably be interviewing some of them. So you will get to hear more directly um, from their own stories and their own words. But just to share some of these with you. Um, One trainee said... My goals after graduation are to care for the underserved population and bridge health disparities through direct patient care as a community pharmacist in my home state. Going forward, I hope to become a mentor to other first-generation Asian-Americans who aspire to become pharmacists, as I know how difficult it can be when it comes to preparing and applying for a competitive program with little guidance. With graduation just around the corner, I am extremely grateful to FarmGrad wishlist and the entire Farmily for helping me transition from a student pharmacist to a pharmacist. And then another trainee said, I cannot thank you enough for the generous support. The items that you are sending me will have a huge impact on smoothening my learning process. As a parent and a first generation black student, your support plays a big role in my academic journey. So I am heartfully thankful for your generosity. And one of our um, first, actually, our first GoFundMe um, campaign lottery winners um, was just so humbled by this entire movement um, that she actually wrote a a letter um, to all of us who have supported her. And some of her words, um, I am immensely humbled by this movement and by the support of a vast community that I cannot wait to call my colleagues. I am counting my blessings and I look forward to the day where I can pay it forward and be a blessing for others. So as you can see, um, our trainees are just so grateful for um, even what we might consider a very small donation. For example, you know, sending them twenty five dollars on their Venmo account. Um, it's from a crowdsourcing perspective, If you know, all pharmacists in the country sent them twenty five dollars. This would make a huge dent in their moving expenses and their um, expenses that are going to come up as they make this um, leap in in their careers. Let's turn it back over to Jason, who can sort of um, wrap up how sponsors can participate and um, also sort of our website and other big picture plans.
4: Thank you, Dr. Ko. Uh You know, I think FarmGrad Wish Wishlist, while, uh, you know, we started out small, it's only been a little more than a month. Uh, you know, what we want to reiterate is that, that this is just the start of kind of uh, what we're working on and, and continuing to build uh, beyond, um, you know just pharmacists. I think you know, we would love to see support from technicians, from uh, organizations from uh, drug distributors and manufacturers. If there are organizations out there that uh, would love to support and sponsor Farm grad wish list, um, we are our, uh, our ears are wide open. You can reach out to us at farmgradwishlist.org. Uh, hit the contact page or you can shoot us an email at, at uh, Farmgrad Wishlist. Uh, at gmail.com, um, if you have ideas to to help, you know, support our sponsors, uh, by all means, we're, our ears are open, and we would love to hear and partner um, with individuals out there. Uh, but before we move on, I actually want to turn it back to uh, Dr. Hirsch, uh, so she can talk about uh, some of the statistics uh, that have come out of Farm grad Wish List so far.
3: Thank you, Jason. Um, I know, I think I speak for all of us that we have just all been so blown away by the support for this initiative so far. Um, so we, we launched just about five weeks ago now with, you know, our initial launch was through, was through Twitter, um, as our way to, to communicate about the initiative. And, you know, lots of us were just sending emails to our networks to, to get the word out about the the movement and to try to gain support for it. Um, And so, so far we have 205 um, sponsees and trainees from around the country and um, about 173 of these students are graduating students that are moving into the workforce and then we have a variety of students um, in other uh, classes in pharmacy school. So you you can check out those sponsees on the website um, and, you know, hopefully sponsor one or more of them. Um, so as I mentioned, we originally launched um, on Twitter. And so far, you know, we, we've just seen, you know, an explosion of, of people um, supporting us and, and really, you know, following the movement and supporting the movement. And so, so far we have um, about 660 Twitter followers. Um, and then a couple weeks later, uh, we expanded with um, Instagram and Facebook pages being launched. Um, And so, you know, those are, those are building up as well. Um, And as as, you know, we've been discussing the larger GoFundMe platforms. I mean, I think it's just amazing so far. We've met our funding goals for the six GoFundMe campaigns that we've had so far um, and, and raised a total of um, $6,845 through these crowdfunding um, initiatives and I just also wanted to point out how many people have been supporting these. Um so for for each of for, for all of the GoFundMe's together, we've had um one hundred and ninety donors. Of course, you know, some of these may be duplicate um sponsors who've sponsored more than more than one of these. But you know, I think it's just amazing to see the number of people that have contributed towards and you know, as Dr. Co mentioned, if if every pharmacist in the country, you know threw in five dollars and supported these GoFundMe's. I mean, the amount of money that we could raise would just be would be amazing. Um, and then I think if you're following, if you're following us on Twitter um, at FarmGradWish or at the hashtag farmgradwishlist, list, um, we've we've been trying to to amplify and to retweet those sponsees who have been tweeting um, photos of the gifts that they've they've been receiving. And so it's just it's amazing to see, you know, there's no way that we can track the amount of gifts that have been sponsored through through that medium. But, you know, we know so far hundreds of wish list items have been purchased and, and sponsored. And, you know, it's, it's just awesome to, to see the photos that um, people are tweeting and to just see the generosity of people contributing to the movement.
0: 1.5 million dollars. If every active pharmacist in the United States donated five dollars, we would raise 1.5 million dollars, which would be absolutely incredible. And I think we can do that. And I'm not, uh, I'm not doubting the 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 U.S. Farmy family that's out there that um, that is passionate about what you do every day. It's not. Easy, what you do. Um, I hear from pharmacists every day about the frustration that they have in their in some of their positions. Um, we understand that. Uh, then I hear stories of joy and and I hear stories of uh, excitement and advancement in careers and, and the new pharmacists that are coming out. Uh, congratulations to everyone that graduated this year for twenty the class of twenty twenty one. Um, I'm so excited to be a part of this industry. We started a hashtag, I wanna say it was two or three years ago, I'll, I'll actually get, I'll look it up on Simpler. If you don't know about Simpler, it's a data analytics company that registers and tracks every healthcare hashtag that is registered with that organization, it's amazing. It was started back in, uh, in bird flu land way back in the day during our uh, first major pandemic. And what's interesting is the farm grad wish list has been the leading um provider of attention and exposure of influence to hashtag Twitter rx, which shows us that we are making a momentum, and their their the collective, uh, our family that is the pharmacy profession, is paying attention. So I want to say, that uh, number one, I'm honored to even be talking to this group and supporting uh, this organization, but I'm also very impressed with the pharmacy industry. And this is just the beginning as as we know, and as Jason um, alluded, that we're, we're at the tip of the iceberg of what we can do. I see uh, things coming out of this and in interconnections and in APPEs and um, abilities to work um, as, as interns and interconnections, as well as uh, funding and, and scholarships even. I mean, the, the ability to turn this into something much greater is there, and it's really up to us, uh, the pharmacy industry, to do it. So I want to thank um, every single one of you. If there's anything that you want to add, um, definitely jump in. But um, like I said, this has been an honor.
2: Can I say a special shout out to Betsy? Because I think um, all of us, yes, um, all of us on Twitter really, you know, we owe this to you. Um, I started following the MedGrad wish list hashtag pretty early on as well. And I just thought this was such an amazing um, way to contribute and to actually, you know, do something that will really directly benefit um new physicians. And then, you know, I kind of thought to myself, wow, this would be so great if we could do something like this for pharmacy. Um, but at the time, you know, I was pretty busy and I didn't really, I was like, well, this seems like it would be, you know, actually a lot of work. So I'm not sure I can take that on. But then, <laughs> you know, Betsy um posted a tweet and a bunch of us responded right away that of course we would be super happy to be part of a team. And this has been a great team effort. I mean, I know she's going to protest that I've even called her out and she's going to say it was a team effort. Um, And, you know, a huge group text of us going back and forth and figuring out all the logistics and everything, but it's just been such an amazing team to work with. I haven't met any of these people in person yet, but I can't wait to, (laughs) I have new friends, you know, just from this, this initiative. So, um, so
3: yeah, Betsy, thank you. Thanks for that, Caroline. Yes, I am protesting. Um, before we wrap up here, I just really, you know, I, I want to thank the other members um, of, who, helped to, who helped found um, this organization. And those members include Dr. Kevin Astle, Dr. Brittany Bissell, Dr. Judah Brown, and Dr. Lindsay Childs Keene. And so, you know, they're not here with us on the podcast today, but we'll, you know, hopefully hear from them in future podcasts. But I just want to thank them for, you know, they were really integral into to really helping to to shape and um, to shape this movement and to to put their give us their input and to and to help shape this. Um, and so I just want to thank them again for their time and for their efforts. And then thank everyone on this podcast today. I mean, it's honestly been such an honor to to work with this group of people, and it's just been. Um, It's been amazing. I, you know, have only met a few people in person, but as Caroline said, I'm really looking forward to being able to meet everybody in person someday.
0: Well, we will be tweeting. We'll be placing um, as much of our ability to interconnect with other pharmacy professionals on Instagram, on LinkedIn. And if anybody wants to TikTok, um, please let me know. We do have RX Talk on TikTok dedicated to our profession. Give a shout out to Dr. Niall Just, who just graduated 2021. Alex Niall is just an amazing um, participant and believes in pharmacists and um, and it's the collective that's the reason that things are changing in our nation. That's the way, that's the reason that this organization has been su- successful. It's the it's each of the individual's heart that has been uh, changed and open, knowing that. This is our time to change things. And when you sit around and wait for someone else to do it, it doesn't get done. So let's just do it ourselves and, and change the lives of people that need us and understand that um, pharmacy is not perfect, it never will be perfect, but um, we can make it everything that it is today. And like I said, the Pharmacy Podcast Network could not be more proud to support the wish list. You can find all of our information about supporting the FarmGrad wishlist, which you can go to farmgradwishlist.org in the show notes. And once again, I wanna thank this panel and I wanna thank everyone who has helped up to this point. Um, Remember, uh, it's you, uh, the pharmacist, the pharmacy industry, uh, you are the hub of healthcare. And with that, I thank you for listening to the Pharmacy Podcast.